0: This podcast is offered by Wildflowers and Sangha. A Dharma talk by Joa Celwikisov Setbon.
1: So the sitting this morning, uh, Roshi asked me to do the talk today. I think I was dreading a little bit doing it. What came up when I was
2: sitting just for the ten minutes that we did just did um, is a story that I thought about a couple of days ago, um, and that's always very inspiring to me. Um, uh, about Dogan, uh, when Dogen came back to Japan after spending years in uh, China and someone asked him so what did you bring back from China after all these years of studying and he said i came back and uh, i come back empty handed
1: We've all spent um, over the past month,
2: um, we've all experienced a very strange uh, time being confined wherever we were. I was in the south of France by myself. Some of you know. Uh, we've shared meditation practices every day.
1: And. Uh, and I was very much settled in a routine, working, writing, doing a little bit of jogging. and uh, And then I came back to Paris.
2: I went back to interacting with real people. And I found myself being annoyed by every single thing, every single interaction, every thing that I would do. It just, it was annoying, so annoying to me.
1: And I wasn't quite sure why And just as I came out of my confinement,
2: um, I had a discussion with Roshi and she said, some of you know that she wanted to give me transmission next year.
1: Um, Which
2: Is a huge burden that is given to me. And uh, and I come out and I'm annoyed by every single thing. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I going to teach? <laughs>
1: disappear can, can people hear me yeah um,
2: yeah and suddenly I had not I had no idea um, so we had that center running and and the owner took it away from us and I was annoyed and and I wanted to I would have liked to continue and do the same thing again. And so I had ideas, plans. Uh, It turns out uh, I'm super grateful that um, we don't have that center anymore because otherwise it would have been a huge financial mess up for us because, because of confinement. And we would have had to raise money and get money from somewhere. And with money we didn't have, and uh, so I'm actually very lucky that, I'm uh, actually very happy that we don't have that center anymore. And we organized the different formats in order for us to meet.
1: So... Uh, always that experience
2: that I have that things are changing um, unexpectedly Um, and also with this being annoyed is also that um, I could see also that I was in being annoyed, there's a the, uh, There's the experience of being attached to certain ideas and uh, things, the the, so the way things should be happening.
1: Um, the over the past year, the. the
2: For me, a huge source of attachment or observation of my attachment has been was uh, um, is linked to the passing away of my mother a year ago. Um, and i and I experience every single day
1: how um, I'm attached to some aspect of that, which is not being able to meet her physically, um, and yeah, Ex-
2: experiencing the loss and with the loss, the 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 the, the pain that is linked to. An attachment to a certain, to the loss of a certain form, a certain reality, a certain aspect of reality that is no longer accessible,
1: and it tends to, to draw me into despair. And yet,
2: again, because of the practice, there's also the possibility of seeing it, seeing how that works, seeing the functioning of that attachment, of me being annoyed. having the discipline uh, or or the the training Buddhism. I I really like that expression of taming the mind, We tame the mind. Um, I really like that, that taming. It means we become aware and we become friendly with it. And so, or we could say be intimate but with the taming also, there's a notion of transformation. We transform something into something else, something that exists into something else so that we have another. We have a different experience of it. Um, so in all these situations, the pain linked with the loss, being annoyed, uh, feeling the burden of what it means to receive transmission,
1: um, the anxiety linked to
2: this particular position seeing that and at the same time and so seeing the process of how that works in in me in there um, and what was mentioned yesterday and before yesterday about the vertical and the horizontal line the, the
1: Piece that makes the, the 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 connection between the two
2: has something to do with the mindful awareness that we develop, the practice of mindful awareness that we develop,
1: the framework that we use that we embody in our practice, Um, our intentions, what we want to cultivate, and how we cultivate it. What exactly do we do in the sitting
2: and following a breath, working with coins,
1: panoramic awareness, um,
2: and that. Because we could also, I say that often. We could also sit there and just following our thoughts, and that we all falling asleep. Or we could do all kinds of things while sitting, thinking about what we're going to eat, or the important things that we need to do. The checklist of all the things we need to do for the next in the next twenty-four hours or a week. Uh, grand plans for the future. You could do all kinds of things while sitting. But we decide to cultivate
1: mindful awareness My intention is to Or
2: my intention is to live fully, more aware, um, more connected, serve. It's very clear to me that in, in that mind, mindful awareness is specifically trained or, or how can I say? We focus on that task very precisely while we are sitting together here, wherever we are sitting. And also, that secular life that we live our lay life that we live uh, give us endless possibilities also
1: to experience that and
2: i would say even more because when i was by myself in the south of france living by myself Didn't have many interactions, and so I didn't have any any many possibilities in order for us to for me to to um, to experience the rubbing with one another that creates tensions that creates me being annoyed uh, or me annoying people. So. <laughs> So going out, going out in the world and experience experience this also because of that training of
1: mindful awareness Um, gives also the possibility to see how that functioning occurs and and opens up to something. A more fruitful experience,
2: to more ethical living, to a more joyful experience. And it's an endless task because I think we all experience that However, deep our practice is, um,
1: we keep being caught up by the traps of our minds, and so the such relief to be able to have a, a practice a discipline that where we can observe and let things get still
2: our thoughts get settled and experience
1: some kind of silence. Dogen came back empty handed. He
2: didn't come back with, maybe he came back with bags of sutras and all that, with books, literature. But um,
1: he certainly got, got trained in emptying. emptying himself, tapping into the silence in himself, so that things can be seen without being cluttered by a mind, a notions or opinions. like instead of accumulating, it's take away things. To the point really that We don't know. We, yeah, we don't know. I, I don't know what my next word is going to be. I don't know what I'm going to do with that transmission. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, and I let myself, I I, I keep, I, I stay open to whatever arises. Even though it's painful,
2: sometimes, sometimes it's not, it's not necessarily painful. Being open to the joy is also. Think that can happen. Um, one one word that um, um, that speaks to me is also the word n- nuances to to be aware of the various su- subtleties of how things appear. It's never really the same, and I can really see that with this experience of grief that i that i go through it's never the same it has always a different flavor um, it always says something different um, and also i can i can see that sometimes it's can be easy to make it as one uniform
1: Emotion or memory,
2: but it's not. It's, it always arises as something, something different than what, it, how it occurred previously.
1: So that's, that's the training. And uh, I, I
2: thought yesterday about how, um, because we were to some extent all in confinement, um, some some of us were alone, some of us were with our families or partners, partners and family and all that. But it um, the sphere of our interactions suddenly get tremendously reduced. And, and I find it very strange now that the, what we experience in retreats by being together um, happens differently, and we can't be annoyed by if you are if you are the cook, someone comes and says, you know, oh please don't put this and this, and because I'm allergic to this and this, or if you are in the position of being the jikido, well, maybe that happens in your group in Portugal together but why don't you do this and this instead of this you know uh, oh the bell is too strong or whatever all these things that that allow us also to um, in retreats to to that that rubbing with one another that allows us us to observe something about ourselves and learn something about ourselves and um, that um, that is happening less and less. And uh, uh, I would say the, it's even more important in these periods
1: to, to
2: practice that mindful awareness in order for us to stay in contact and, and, and uh, to stay intimate.
1: Because if we're by
2: ourselves so, and, or with few people around, we just get into a habit and it gets things solidified more easily. So it's even more crucial to do it these times.
1: I think that's...
2: What I have to share for the moment. Um, I would be happy to hear if it resonates, if you have questions, comments, share experiences.
0: Hello.
3: <coughs> yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about um, what it means to receive transmission and how it is for you?
2: Mm. Um. It's a sort of what, what comes to mind is I, I received kai in 2000. I had been practicing um, already for a couple of years. And very early on, um, I knew I wanted to teach. What changed tremendously over the course of that these these years is what does it mean? Why do I want to do it? And how I experience it. Um, and I have to say, it was. Uh, um, well it, it's a, obviously a very long process uh, also a very natural process organic also it feels like a very organic process it's uh, it's it has that this thing that you know it's um things are being recognized the moment where it's mature. Um, and, and sometimes I, I mean, what comes, something comes to mind is like, well, I was waiting at some point for Roshi to, t- to tell me what to do. And she basically she said, you know, take your role, whatever your role is. Um, so I was looking for an, an, an acknowledgement or directions and acknowledgement. Um, and so that was part also of the process. And suddenly there is, um, yeah, something happened during confinement for me. Um, I, I, I remember exactly, uh, uh, I, I spoke one Thursday night, I think, and uh, some of you were present and uh, I said things and I felt very, uh, uh, I didn't know exactly where I was going with this, but it felt very personal and very um, like I was expressing things in a way that I had never heard it myself. And, um, and I had the, um, and then I thought, Oh, yeah, something happened. And she heard it. So there was like this, there's this image that we use, like, like, like the, the, Is it the bird that is inside the shell that that (laughs) breaks, tries to break the the shell and the teacher is on the other side and then it suddenly happens. So it feels a little bit like this. Um, And also it feels like a huge huge responsibility, huge burden. And uh, it's very, uh, 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 um, how can I say, humbling very humbling. Um, more than anything else, um, yeah, a huge sense of responsibility. Very humbling. And 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 again, as I was saying before, so that that uh, now I have to ask myself the question: what, I, what what do I want to do with this? What form? What what are my, what's the structure that I want to give? What, what's the shape of it? And um, and uh, it's really going back more than ever to the beginner's mind that we all practice. Uh, and I, I really feel like it's a, it pushes me in, in, in the place of a beginner's mind in a, in a, in a, in a, in a way that I have, never really experienced myself, really not knowing at all, having no clue and, and at the same time feeling, well, it's like it's, there's a sense of responsibility of someone passes me the ball and I need to pass the ball to someone else. And, and, and that's, that's the idea of the whole thing, that you receive it and then you transmit. And it's not about you. It's just about the ball, the dharma. Um, but in order for me to pass the ball, and like, there's something needs to happen. Like you need to have, you need to have people to send the ball to. You need you need the form that allows the people to receive the ball. You need you know it's like all kinds of conditions. And 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 the the, the job right now is like looking at the, I mean not even the job right now because that's going to happen in a year. But like the the, the a job that will need to be done at some point is is finding the shape of it and and being connected to the to my ideas, but also not being stuck with anything. So it's really just like bringing bringing the beginner's mind alive uh, at every moment. That's what it feels like. um uh so i had a question can you explain the meaning of the vertical and horizontal line that you talked yesterday and today so well that was roshi that talked about it but uh was that uh um, that notion vertical is really the the horizontal is really just what we experience just the our daily life and the horizontal is really just the,
1: the presence.
2: Um, but what makes, Hugo ask? what makes transmission a burden, a burden to whom? Hmm. Well, a burden in the sense that,
1: um, Well, it's true
2: that well suddenly a concept arises like it's it's a burden. It's like it's heavy on me because uh, yeah, as I said, the the the, you receive it and 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 you have to pass it pass it on pass pass to someone else make it alive to everyone. And I found that responsibility is is massive Um, is. teaching is is being present and speaking in front of you it's like yeah sometimes it's not easy um i really need to empty myself in order not even like dropping ideas about the fact that i hope that some of the words echo something in you and that it's and so it's useful as it was as, as some of my teachers' words were useful to me for my development. And and we guess as a teacher you want you want to be useful, but at the same time, you, that also needs to be dropped. That idea of being useful needs to be dropped.
1: Um, And it's very hard to
2: not to, I mean, if you think about Dogen and all the other people that you read to think, oh my God, I come after these guys and also drop that idea that, oh my God, what can I say after them that is going to be as useful, as smart, as as eloquent as, and okay, drop that too. um and seo asks said empty hands are also everything you have outside of these empty hands
1: yeah yeah debbie
4: Just on the subject of how useful on may, it's been really useful to hear about your annoyance, Joa, mm. Because the more I practice, the more annoyed I am. Which <laughs> doesn't seem logical, but it is that way. And it worries me because I'm, I'm a volunteer with people even older than me and they're really not attractive, not pleasant, not happy, not any of the things that I would like to be surrounded by. And it annoys me a lot when I, went, I spent the afternoon with them yesterday thinking, oh, please let me be a nicer person. But, but the, the fact that um, what you also said about practice making it possible to see it, actually yesterday, because of Sundays, uh, were she talking about looking at things differently, I wasn't as annoyed as I thought I was going to be. The head honcho uh, canceled at the last minute, so I was the new leader, which I really didn't want to be. There were a lot of grouchy old ladies there. But this business of looking at things a little bit differently and uh, accepting the fact that they annoy me, uh, what can I say, makes it a lot easier. So as far as I'm concerned, you were a very good teacher today. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Um, Joao Ferreira asks, why receiving transmission, which is entitling, is also humbling rather than mainly entitling? Well, it has to do with the burden. Uh, uh, the burden, and that makes it, I mean, again, like going. You know, coming after the, uh, you, I'm going to have to, like we all did when we, we did Dukai, the lineage chart. And these names, and these names, and also the, t- the names that don't mention, uh, uh, that are not mentioned there, which is all the people that inspired me on the way. Um, amazing, tremendous teachers. Saria Das, Stephen Batchelor, to name a few. There are people that really shaped me in on that, and uh,
1: uh, you, know, you
2: you carry the rope for, and I don't know. It's just for me. It's humbling. It's, uh,
1: it's, uh, And and
2: and as always, uh, it's also it can be uh, something that I mean I need to be careful also to, uh, to to observe what's behind the humbling. Is it oh I'm so worthless? Oh I'm not gonna arrive at their level or something like that or uh, and that can be a hindrance also that can be my mind just uh, doing another trick and so uh, that's also um, something to that
1: Did I respond to all the comments that were made in the chat right? Um,
3: it's funny because l- listening to you, uh, it seems that the f- the phrase turns on another way. It's not receiving transmission, just entering in the great uh, transmission process. And this is very humbling.
2: Yeah, the the, the process itself is, and as Roshi's said to me, it's also a process for her. It's a, and and I'm so glad that it takes a year. We took, it's gonna take us a year in order to go through that. uh, Because in itself, it's a huge process. Um, for both Um, and I I see how things arises in my mind because just she said that to me
1: maybe Roshi you want to comment
0: on that on the fact that it's also a process for me yeah Um, yes uh, it's a process for all of us um, for Joa and for me and for the Sangha Um, for me there is the uh, process of uh, letting go uh, letting go of You know, almost as when you have a child who becomes independent, you have to let the child go and find his way and not, you no longer have any, uh, you've done what you can. My teacher said to me, when I discussed with her that I was planning to give Joe a transmission, she said, yes, it's a recognition that you've taken the student as far as he can go and he's ready to go his own way now. And I have, that's a process for me as well. Um, just on an individual basis of letting go of this student who I've been working with, who I've known since uh, 1993. So um, be- I was not a teacher at the time, but we knew each other. We were students together. Um, so that, that's, that's a big process. Uh, it's also a responsibility for me, saying, okay, I am ready to acknowledge this person. I'm ready to recognize his, his path, his realization, his readiness to, to take this next step. It doesn't mean that his practice is finished. It's finished. It just means that he's ready to take on more of his own practice himself. And that—that's a big. Uh, for me, it was already the process has already been going on before I even spoke to Joa, because I had to go through that process with myself, and saying, "Is he ready? Is this the moment? What? What? Uh, am I holding him back?" Um, uh, and I think we've—I think we've done it. As best we could, um, given our circumstances and within the context of our Sangha. I think we've I think we've managed it well. Um, we've managed it in our own in our way, in the way that I am a teacher, the way that he is a student, and the way that our Sangha is. Um, a year from now, it will be different too. You know, um, we have a lot more things to go through together, Jo and I just in the formalities of it all. And then I hope that all of you will be there. And then there's a week of practice that it further matures. And then there's the ceremonies and then it's something else. So just in terms of my process, it's been going on probably um, since before I knew Joa, right? You know, where, where do we say it began? Um, I know that last summer there was an important moment when uh, we were all together at the Dhanasanga retreat and there was a ceremony for Joa's mother, who had died only a few weeks before that. Um, And Ginahuroshi asked Joa to be the officiant at that ceremony. Uh, which was a huge request in a sense, you know, ask him to officiate the the ceremony in front of, you know, there were probably 70 people for his mother, who had just recently died. And his mother had known many of these people. Um, And that was a big step for him. Um, He hadn't really officiated much because we don't really do many ceremonies. And I haven't trained him very well for that. That's one of the um, one of the things that is lacking in the training is the ceremonial aspect. Um, so I was nervous. I'm sure he was nervous. I was nervous. How is he gonna do? Is he gonna remember this? Is he gonna know how to do that? And I was standing next to Geno Roshi and at some point Roshi, uh, Joey did something and it wasn't what you're supposed to do. And I kind of covered my face like this and Roshi touched me and she said, drop it, drop it. Let him go, let him go. And I, that, was, that was a big moment for me. And I realized that yes, that, 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 that wasn't when I decided it was time for the transmission. But that was a big moment for me in my process of the letting go of student. And this happens with all of you throughout your practice. There are moments when I have to say, I have to let you go, do what you're doing. Um, But that was was actually a big relief that moment when Roshi said to me, drop it, let him go. I don't think she's as indulgent with her own students (laughs) you know she probably needs her teacher standing there saying drop it let it go in any case she did that for me and it was liberating for me actually um i never even mentioned this to joe i don't think because it didn't need to be said you know uh so that's what the process is for me um just
2: Barbara and the, the she, she had raised her hand so and then we'll we'll have to to leave Barbara, if you wanna it's so appropriate
3: yeah i um, I have listened you, and uh, I imagine a beautiful dancing a dancing when uh when I go we we go at a dancing. We not think the the end of the dancing, and what we uh do it's a dancing, and I can imagine Amy, Roche, Amy and jo a dancing it's a happiness. It's beautiful and a gift, a miracle. Some say it's that, only this, just that. So, uh, a dancing fluid, a dancing. It's very thank you to Amy and Joa and all of the Thank you,
2: Barbara. And uh, we'll, we'll stop on that on that image of the tense.
3: Yes.
2: All right. Have a good afternoon and see you on uh, see you at six.